You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Southland After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Southland After Show. Welcome, everybody. Bing is for doing, and we're here doing Southland Season 5, Episode 1. It's been a while, people. We, uh, for those of you who are rejoining us, uh, Stuart Lill and I used to do the show, and I kid you not, Stuart Lill moved to... He moved to the Philippines. I kid you not. You're kidding. I, I wish I could say I am kidding you. But Out of all places? I, well, his, I kid you not. His wife was from the Philippines. I kid you not. And he moved to the Philippines. I kid you not. I'm not. I, this is all for real. But I am your host, Phil Svitek. Stuart Lill is no longer with us, and he's the one who loved this show, and he's the one who got me into it. But after uh, so much... Uh, so much uh, Twitter love and all that stuff. You guys have brought it back by popular demand. So here I am, um, you know, jumping back on board. But I have not Stuart Lil, but another super fan with me today. Hi, I'm Monique Dufour. Welcome. Thank you. And you were a huge part of the reason why we brought back Southland to the great AfterBuzz TV network, which is why we also did the throwback opening intro. Yes. You've never heard that one before. I have That's not. from like two years ago. Is it really? Yes, it is. Um, all right. What did you think of? Well, let's start with this. You, you know, it's been a while. So, what do you love about the show? What do I love about? I love the character dynamics. Okay. I love the relationship between all the characters, even though sometimes they hate each other, other times they love each other. But I'm also a fan of, you know, I have like a best friend who used to be a cop, so like I know I've seen like how it goes down. So I think it's the best, the most real show out there, cop-wise. Cop-wise, I would, I absolutely agree. Um, just down to the way it's shot, um, they train with the police, the actors mm-hmm. do. So that's fantastic. Um, and and I like, you know, it, it's not a t- typical storyline. You know, like the arcs don't kind of they hold, but not in the way most TV shows do. Right. You know, um, so I like that about that. Um, Tonight's episode was called um, Bats and Hats. Yes. Uh, for me, I always like the, the opening quotes. So tonight's quote, I actually like this one a lot. Uh, we hold cops to a higher standard. Um, we give them a gun, but we forget that they're taken out of the human race or something like that. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, because they're still humans. Yes. And we got that through, we'll, we'll definitely talk about Steele, John's yes. partner. Um, and then to an extent, obviously what happened at the strip club. Oh yeah, That's... still like that part. Hey, <laughs> um, and then also you know with with Lydia and her new partner, um, you know there's aspects of that that we kind of see. You know um, certainly with Lydia where she lies, and we'll we'll talk about that. In fact, let's let's get into that storyline. Let's do it. Um, what did you think of this storyline? Uh, this was the most clear cut kind of storyline that we had. Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of a progression and a goal. 
Um, I question Lydia's actions, but you're the you're a female, so um, what are, what are your thoughts on Lydia? And, and you know, you've loved Lydia a lot, right? Right. I love Regina King. Um, well, Lydia is having issues going back to work after she had her baby. Of course, we all know that we left off last season where she was pregnant. So, uh, obviously, she had the baby within the summer when we weren't watching. <laughs> um, but she she's having a hard time adjusting to work and to raising the baby. And at the same time, I kind of... She kind of has, like, this postpartum depression, I think, going on. And I kind of feel for her because it's hard. I mean, she's always been, you know, this, like, tough, like, bitch cop person that's, like, out there and stuff like that. And then now she has, like, this baby that she has to take care of. So it's not only her anymore. It's someone else. So she goes home to, you know, this crying baby that apparently cries 24-7. And I think I would have walked away, too. <laughs> don't judge me, please. <laughs> well, I have a cat. I don't <laughs> I okay. like animals. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's all, it's true. And, and unlike the rest of the cops, uh, you know, she's a detective. So she doesn't necessarily have to put herself in the line of fire. Right. You know, and so it's different for her. Whereas, you know, we'll obviously talk about Sammy. But, but. You know, whereas they always kind of think like, "What could happen to me on the field?" And her, it's not as it's not as tough, and so she has a different situation and different mentality mm-hmm. towards the child. Right. I think. I don't know. I think I'm. I'm hoping, and I think that she's she's in this like little tough situation where she feels. I think it's like she's stuck, and so hopefully she'll like get out of that. But I. Th- I can see where she's coming from and at the same time she has to realize that now she does have a child that she has to take care of and she does have to work and she has to real how to balance both do you think that um the reason why she lied to the guy tonight was was to try to expedite that case i mean obviously she wanted to achieve that goal and she's always been goal oriented but um was there a part of her that said you know what i got to get back to my kid what are ways i can speed this up let me lie to this guy see i didn't see it like that at all okay (laughs) i see it as her maybe lying to the guy for the case to for him to say yes okay let's get the test but at the same time she's stretching the time Mm -hmm. because she doesn't want to get back to the kid. That's how I put it. That's how I see it. Okay. All right. That's my opinion. <laughs> um, clearly what she did was, um, I mean, what, is that legal? That can't be legal. Lying like that? To, to, the, to the victim? To the victim? Yeah. You know what? I'm not sure. Does anybody know? LAPD? Give us a call. <laughs> Don't give us a call. <laughs> LAPD. No, Last I mean, thing I want to do is have LAPD <laughs> calling me. Um, no, it's a joke. Um, you know what? I don't know. We have to find that out. We do. Um, let's talk. Let's talk about that. You know, because um, it's it was obviously a delicate subject, and, and she handled it well initially. Where you know, like, hey, we have to talk to him alone. Why you got to? Talk? Well, it's it's procedure. So you mm-hmm. know, she shows the veteran side in her um, to her partner. You know, obviously, what we find out is a very difficult situation to tell a guy. I mean, it's, you know, uh, again, I. I one of the reasons why I love the writing is because it would be typical to have a girl, mm-hmm. you know, in that situation. But to have a guy, you know, um, I I thought that kid actor did a really nice job of handling it. Yeah. You know, in terms of mm-hmm. acting like, because 
you know, obviously you can't speak for a guy. Um, and I hope, I hope you can't <laughs> speak for a rape victim because I really, right. you know, that, that is one of the most saddest things. And, and, and one of the things for us guys is the fact that, you know, like we, most of the time we can't relate to it at mm-hmm. all. You know, and so, and but also for a guy, you know, like like with this kid, he used he he's a macho guy, and so he was protect, you know, trying to protect his image, which is obviously not the right case. Right. Um, I think that eventually he did the right thing, and but it it's it is hard. You know, I mean, I don't, I can't put myself in that situation, but I'm sure that those that ha- can have come, it's embarrassing. Yeah. You know, because they think that it's their fault and that they deserved it and stuff in which they don't and it's not their fault so I think that's kind of wrapped up into I think the kid did a pretty good job and I think that's kind of like wrapped up into you yeah know. and I think uh, the co- uh, the cop the boss or um, the partner of Lydia right he had good advice for him you know what being a man means you get justice mm-hmm. and I thought that really centralized okay how how do you overcome this right you know i think it's no i agree with you and it's going to be it's going to be probably tough for him you know but at the same time if they can catch the guy and i'm pretty sure they have <laughs> and they will um then he'll have like somewhat of a peace of mind yeah and at the very least you know his friends and family will not look down upon him because as lydia tells him it's a secret. And then he calls her a bitch. Right. <laughs> Lovingly, <laughs> of course. <laughs> that was, yeah. <laughs> but, again, I mean, she she was, but she was looking out for the best intentions of him. Mm-hmm. But, again, it just, it just, that moment goes to show that, yes, she, at the end of the day, she's still human. Yeah. You know, and she sp- does still have feelings, even though, you know, she knows that she can be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, being bitchy is still a feeling. That's true. It's very true. Um, anything more you'd kind of like to say about this case? Uh, you know, may- maybe the dynamic of, of the partnership? I know that's always kind of been, you know, a reoccurrence, if you will. Yeah, she's had a few partners within the past seasons. Um, this one, I believe his name is Robinson. He is, he's her new partner. Well, she, he was there last season. And I think that she's getting comfortable with him. So I'm hoping that they don't take him away like they have the other the other partners that she's had. Yeah, very good. Well, um, why don't we move on to John? Okay. John Cooper. He's my, um, he's my favorite in the sense that he embodies what a cop, he stands for what a cop should be. And I know you don't always like that. <laughs> why don't you always like that? I just find that sometimes they give cops the wrong type of like, you know, attitude. And John has the wrong attitude? No, not that he has the wrong attitude, but they give him, like, they. some of them give them, like, bad names. And not all cops are assholes. Not all cops are assholes, but, you know, he just holds everyone to a higher standard. And, you know, at, at, going back to the quote again, you know, at the these guys start off as humans. And so, in many ways, you have to make, you, you have to elevate them from being just human being just civilians you know and and think differently they have to think differently because you know these are real situations and they're dangerous situations and what they do has consequences and if they do it wrong it could be a bad consequence that is true 
That's true. And they need to, you know, they need to realize that. Just like you need to realize that about cops. Hey, I realize that about cops, but they don't always have to, not saying in like a particular situation, but you know, if, you know, I lived in New York and I lived here and, you know, I know that like the difference between, you know, the cops. In what New is York. the difference between? In New York, they just pretty much, <laughs> I'm going to get myself in trouble now. <laughs> in it's New a, York, they pretty much, um, you know, everyone looks up to them because, you know, they're NYPD and like, they're like New York's finest and stuff. But here it's like they kind of like they're LAPD and they walk around, you know, like, you know, I'm better than everybody. Not all of them. But a lot of them have like that attitude that they're like higher than everyone else. Let me ask. Okay, so not so much talking about like cases and stuff like that, but just like in general, it's like person to person. Okay, they're um, friendlier, more approachable here in New York. In New York, really? Yeah. Because yeah. you would think, I mean, that they're tough. I would say, I mean, from you know, from an outsider's perspective, and that's you know, I'd love to get your take on it. From from an outside perspective, it would seem that New York cops are one of the most hard ass cops out there apart from maybe Boston cops they are but they're the attitude towards like civilians as in like you know if you would you know ask go out there up to them and you know like start a conversation they're more genuine and they're more like into helping you if you had like issues or something as opposed to LAPD if you go and ask them a question which has happened to me <laughs> then they're just kind of like you know why are you asking me that Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, so, it, you know, just just to kind of wrap that up, in, in, in your opinion, is, is this a general good portrayal of L.A. cops overall? I think so. Okay. I think it's the most real show, okay. their cop show that there is. I know there's like a lot of like Law and Order and all those and stuff like that, but I think it's the most real mm-hmm. show out there. Um. I mean, for me, one of the reasons why I like John is because, you know, he is trying to pass the torch down. You know, mm. he, he, it's it's interesting. We'll, we'll obviously talk about Ben at length, but Ben was a pupil of his. Yes. And now he's getting honors. Yes. So, obviously, you know, the, the people that John has taught, they do well and end up doing well. So, you know, you can argue with the method, but you can't argue with the result. Oh, no, not at all. So. I think I think he's a great cop, and I think that he broke my heart seeing him ended up having like you know a little heartbreak at the end of this episode. Is it? But uh, would you, that falls on him though. Would you it say does. it doesn't? It falls on him. It does fall on him. But at the same time, it's still you know you kind of have to have like somewhat of like sympathy. Maybe because I'm a girl, I don't know. <laughs> like sympathy. Oh, sad. Well, you know. But at the same time, yeah, he did. He. It's like he looked for it. Yeah, I mean, you know, they they explain it nicely. It's been three years, and what what are we just two guys, effing? Yeah. And you know, so you have to you have to progress. Um. Let's talk about steel and, and and kind of the way. By the way, I loved all the different cases today. Just yes. half of them were just fake. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, the second one, obviously, with the, with the film, um, the horror movie filming, and that that was very funny. Um, and then what was the one after that? I um, the fake the shooting. Filming. That's it. The, yeah. The, you know, in the, mm-hmm. in the 
whatever it was, pawn shop. <laughs> Where they were uh, testing out the bulletproof vest. Yes. That was funny. That, that, was, that was quite funny. You could tell why John was not amused. But yeah, was, I wouldn't be amused either. Um, but I love that aspect of it. You know, I mean, how many? I don't think I've ever seen that really on TV anywhere. Um, so I thought I thought it was brilliant. But let's let's talk about the first one with the, with the kid and dope and the gun and all that. Right? Remember they they're pulling through the side street. What did you think of that and how that was handled? The kid that's that on the boat on the bicycles. Yes, I actually thought that was handled I thought that was handled pretty well I mean I know probably people are like oh well, we never touch you know like the kid and stuff like that but I think he just he didn't want to hurt him or you know he just wanted to scare him straight yeah well there's there was also talk of dope and things like that um obviously well I was gonna I guess might as well touch on it because uh later on we find out that they're part of the whole thing is that they're trying to find dirty cops Right. Um, so ultimately, these obviously John and Steele are not dirty cops. Right. Um, and also for me, um, this is just kind of like a side thing, but one of the reasons why I love the show is because it allows you, you know, I mean, how many times do you think of kids getting pulled over? Like, it's, it's a, I don't really get to see that side of the world. Yeah. For which I'm lucky. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it is out there, and, and so it exposes me to it, and I like that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, what did you think of Steele's approach at the horror um, filming? The horror filming? That was... I actually thought that was pretty funny, and just the girl go flying through the window, um, or the dummy. <laughs> um, I thought that, you know, I think because he he was, he did serve... In Iraq, he did serve two turn. He says he sor- served two tours in Iraq. That he handled it a little bit differently than maybe John would have handled it. But I think at the same time, it was justable. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, you have you. It, How about you? <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, in that one, I mean, I, I could see. I, ironically, I you would think that John would be the more angry one. Right. But he, you know, again, he's a, he's a good cop in the sense that he showed restraint. Whereas Steele overstepped the boundary and he's like, you know, do you want me to pistol whip you right now? How about I do that? Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, and I, I liked, I liked um, how things developed between them. And obviously we find out that the whole reason why Steele's there because he could have either gone with a regular job or could have gotten this job and benefits. And, you know, as he says, hey, if you don't like it, you don't like it. But I, that's why I got into this. Right. And you could, of course, tell John hates that answer. Yeah, of course he does. Um, but at the same time, you got to do what you got to do, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're, in no no job you're ever going to get the perfect employee for the right, right. motive, you know. Right. And so, but at the end of the day, you just got to know, okay, can can they do well for the most part? Are, you know, are their hearts in the right place? Are they teachable? And it seems like this kid overall is. You yeah. Know what I mean, so he's he's not necessarily a bad cop. Right. Sure, he has things to learn, but doesn't everybody? Yeah, I think he'll do good. Yes. I think he will. I believe in him too. Um. All right, let's talk about the. Uh, let's talk about the kind of. I don't know. I don't even know if you would call it a tiff or what it really was, but towards the end, with uh, with the riot. Uh, and this is where I really need your help because I didn't. I wasn't fully understanding exactly what that was all about. With IA? 
Internal Affairs? Every, that what was that what? Because that was the Ben and Sammy case, right? But I'm talking about w- with um, with with these guys, with John and and um, Steele. Oh, the t- I think it was just basically the way he, the way Steele handled, you know, the situation with the people, the movie crew mm-hmm. at the house. I think that was basically what led to like the whole tiff between them. But um, okay. All right, fair enough. Um, also, while we're uh, as we're kind of moving forward here, um, I forgot to mention a few points of business. Um, iTunes. For those of you guys, you guys downloading on iTunes, I know we appreciate that, um, and we want to thank you for that. Continue to do so, but also take the time to write in. You know, it doesn't it doesn't really take you too much, and it, it lets us really know how you guys feel. We can improve based upon those things, um, you know, and it makes us feel good. After all, tonight is Valentine's Day. Yay, send um, some love. That's right. And uh, also tell a friend, you know, um, you guys have a lot of f- friends that might like the show, so why not tell them about this, you know? Otherwise, you're not being the friend to them. You're the asshole. Don't be the asshole. <laughs> Comments. Love us. <laughs> that's right. All right. Um so why don't we get into the uh, the Sammy and Ben storyline? Let's start with Sammy because obviously he's picking up his kid at the beginning of the day, and um, he's drunk. Well, she's dropping him off, and he's not drunk. He actually, if you paid, if you paid attention, <laughs> no, Phil did pay attention. Um, he took he had um, Listerine mm-hmm. mouthwash that he gargled right before she came and dropped him off. So I think that's where the whole alcohol thing came in. All the more reason why he was so angry. Yes. For being called out on that fact. Yes. Um, but also as a cop, you just got to kind of know. This is where I don't give him credit because you got to know like how to defuse the situation. Right. You know, and clearly this whole episode showed us that he's not handling it correctly. Right. So, and, and it's a shame because, you know, I just, I really love this guy. You know, dating back mm. to uh, the the murder of Sam of Nate. Yeah, I mean that that's it's, this thing's been wearing on him for years now. Yeah. So I I really feel for the guy. She's she's kind of like out there too. I mean, do you think that it's his son? Is like a whole like other? Because I know Ben had mentioned. Well, what if what if he's not even your kid? And he's like, oh, he's my kid. You know, he looks exactly like me. Blah, blah, blah. Well, like what if he's not? Notice the things that he said. His feet look like my, like what does that mean? His feet look like <laughs> mine. Um, so that's that answer scares me. You know, most people say like he has my eyes, he has my face, he has my nose, right. like something more substantial than he has my feet, right? Or whatever he said. He, he went on to say a few other things, but that would worry me. And if he ends up not being his kid, then like how is that his whole attitude and stuff going to change towards everything? Well, what do you think? What do I think? Yeah, how how is his attitude going to change? I think it'll probably change for the better because right now she's pretty much you know screwing him over, and she's trying to do. I know she he's going for full custody, and so I think she's trying to. The more like she's trying to like get him to maybe not give up the custody, but maybe for her to have full custody because she was taking videos of him too, like at the beginning when he was flipping out. So that's why he's like, oh, why are you taking videos of me and stuff like that? So I think that maybe it'll calm him down a little more. 
Yeah. Well, I like him because his head's in the right place. He calls her out for the crappy car seat. You know, all the good one costs $200. Like, okay, yes, it costs $200, but it's your kid. Right. You know, when, when he's, when you're wheeling him away to a funeral, you're going to really say, oh, well, I just couldn't afford the $200. Right. Chair. Really? It's not really an excuse. A it valid is not. excuse. Um, especially, especially for something so young that's you know it can't really protect itself. Right. Like I get it, it maybe in later in life when the kid's seventeen, there's there's a difference. But you know he can't protect himself. Right, especially since he's paying her child support. That it's like, you know, he does. She doesn't really have like a reason not to. Well, let me ask you that. Was that a crack against him saying like you don't pay enough? Yeah, Let's I think it was st- like I think it was like a little bit of sarcasm on his part. Okay. Um, all right, so let's kind of get to Ben, and uh, he, he's getting honored today. Um, obviously, Sammy's not happy. Yeah. They ride together. Um, great animosity. I mean, uh, obviously, there, there's a lot of issues there. Um, I think just cops in general. Well, not necessarily in general, but I think. Obviously, there it you know there's a competitiveness, mm-hmm. um, and obviously with everything that Sammy's going through, Sammy's for the most part confused why Ben is getting this honor, right? Or like, what's his main animosity? Where do you think it stems from? I think maybe because he didn't get he didn't get honored as well, mm-hmm. so I think that's where his animosity stands from, because it's like, well, you know, we ride together, we're partners. Why aren't I not getting anything? He is type of thing. Fair enough. Uh, um, let's see. And in, in their first case, what? Oh, by the way, they had some of the most messed up cases today. Yeah, they did. But the, uh, the nude bath of all things that was really strange to me. Yeah, I was just not like. All of a sudden, it was just like put in there. It was kind of like it didn't like really belong. It didn't belong, but I I appreciate it because it. You know, again, you don't think of those things mm. and then you're brought into that thing and it's again for these guys it's just another day yeah and yet for us it's like what the holy hell yeah um you know and, and obviously while it wasn't directly related you know that things got heated because uh sammy wanted to help clean up and um you know ben was like hey let the other people handle this right um oh Let's talk about the old lady because that, that's going to come back. Yes. Or, it, you know, later later in the episode, it does come back. Uh, so what was, the, what, what was the case there? Why don't you explain? I believe they had found um, her husband. Okay. In the bathroom. And that's where he went after Sammy. In the end, they, he just wanted to help her because he wanted to be like, he just, he felt bad. Because of everything that had happened with her. And then she doesn't have any other family. So he went over there to see how she was doing. And see how she was coping. And she just he just saw that, you know, the bathroom was still, like, completely filthy for... Well, for me, it gives, uh, you know, I think you hit it on the head. Um, she's alone. And, like, he, even though he could have been at the strip club, you know, he lies and says, no, I got to get to my kid. Mm-hmm. No, you're not with your kid. You just want to... Be with somebody, and apparently strip club's not good enough for you. <laughs> um, of course, but it's good enough for Phil. Of course, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, and that, that's why he's ultimately there. And you know, by cleaning that bathroom, he does have a purpose. 
Yeah, exactly. So, um, so I thought that was that was nice. I thought it was nice of him. It was, um, and you know, ultimately, I, I like how they kind of resolve their differences. I mean, you know, you saw so much kind of back and forth in this whole episode, down to like the guy, you know, wanting to piss, and like eventually, Sammy lets the dude piss. Yeah, <laughs> and Ben just looked pissed. Yeah, because the man was pissing. <laughs> kind of goes together. <laughs> so, a nice play on words there. Um, so, uh, oh, let's, uh, yes. What about the strip club? Well, well, let's hold off on the strip club. Okay. Because I want to get to internal affairs. Oh, okay, okay. And how messed up that really was. Yeah. Um, obviously, two, two different, by the way, the fact that um, Ben can just go to a strip club and forget about everything that's happened. Um, you know, shows shows the two huge differences between him and Sammy because, as Sammy says, like you you, you did this to, on the off chance you might find dirty cops. I could have not gotten home to my kid, etc. Like you know, again, it just it shows his perspective, which I think I think he's right. I mean, again, I don't know how all of these things work, um, but I don't think that was right either to try to find dirty cops. That what did for, you think? for our internal affairs. No, I think that's their. I think it's um, internal affairs, like business. What, what do you think it was right? Time, I don't think it was right. I also don't think it was right that they didn't maybe alert the LAPD. So well, that was the like, whole point. Want, that's that's how they would find the dirty cops. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like when you see them get in this argument when Sammy argues with the the, the internal affairs agent. It's like he gets he gets pissed, but at the same time, I kind of see why he's getting pissed because then they laid their kind of like life on the line. Yeah, you know, for like what to find like a dirty cop. You know, I get that. Maybe they could have gone by it like another way. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> wow. Seemed very departed esque to me. Yeah, you know. Uh, all right, let's let's talk about the strip club because here's here's where it kind of. By the way, I love John's quote of, you know, you got you to gotta treat this job like a circus, yeah. or whatever he says. Because, it, you know, again, we're talking about all these different things. That basically, two nude guys dead in a, in a bathhouse or whatever it really was. Um, to, to that, now to a strip club. Yes. So it really is a circus, <laughs> circus at the end of the day. Right. Um, what did you think of this whole plot in terms of going to the strip club? Hey, you know, you got to let loose somehow, right? <laughs> what you did you think about um, Chad Michael Murray is playing um, Mendoza for a few episodes? My mustache guy. The stash, yeah. What did you uh, think of him coming into like this whole like situation? I mean, I, I liked... He was having a fun time. Yeah. He was all about this. <laughs> I, I liked him a lot because, again, it you know, going off of the quote, um, every, everything kept to that theme of, you know, at the end of the day, they're human beings. And what's for guys, what's more, quote, human take that mm-hmm. in, in the spirit that is intended listeners than going to a strip club well you know there's other things you can do yes but in the, <laughs> in the basic uh male sense and take male it sense, in the spirit of, of which it is intended of course what's more human than going to a strip club for a guy i mean definitely you know especially game? i don't know yeah but, but you know. yeah it's strip club <laughs> so um so again in there they're honoring you know, that's how guys are honoring each other by going to a strip club and drinking. Okay. Um, at least in the show. Why are you laughing at me? You're laughing. 
Ladies and gentlemen, for those who can't see, she is laughing at me. I'm trying to make a serious point. Where I'm trying to seriously <laughs> talk sorry. about a strip club. Why don't you speak about the strip club since... They're having Since a I good bring time. shame to me. They're having a good time. And the girl, one of the girls at the end kind of got a little out of control. And I know that they kind of like tasered her. You know, she had a gun and she was like waving it in the air. And so were, the, were, were those guys right to be hanging out with them in the parking lot? Like, because that's to me where they crossed the line. Hanging out with the strippers, you mean? In the parking lot, I mean. Yeah. You, you know, that's. But they're like, it's going back to like the beginning. They're still human. Yeah. And there's still people. But that's where, like, not even... I mean, I don't know how many people hang out with strippers outside the club. <laughs> I mean, that that part I don't know. So, if you, if you guys know about that, I, I don't know. But, um, you know, that that's where, I, I, again, it just showed to me... That's Well, for me, that's where they stepped the, the line. Yeah, I could see that. And, and uh, you know, for me, as a viewer... It was too late at that point. You know, yeah, they right. tasered the lady and they handled it properly from there, but they also caused that situation. That's true. But, I mean, how do we know that it wouldn't have happened if they weren't there? Or, you know, if even if not they weren't there. I mean, but... but, but it could have been... Got, it could have gone a lot of worse. I don't think that would hold up in court. <laughs> or no, with or not. with their superior but officers. But this is why I'm not a prosecutor. Um, so yes, so for me that that was the issue with them, and I think um, I think Ben at that point realized it, and I think um, you know uh, it's always interesting to see it with with this show because again the the arcs aren't typical of, right. of TV shows, but Ben just got honored, and now he's kind of involved in this. Mm-hmm. In less than twenty four hours. Yeah, that goes from that. So that's a that's a major. Some would argue that's a major f up. Yeah, it is. So we'll see what happens with with that. Yes. Um, anything else before we kind of wrap up? Ah, uh, no. All right. I think I'm good. Well, uh, before we get into some news and gossip and stuff like that, I want to say this. Um, Adventures of Sierra Buddies, our yes. own Maria Menounos and Kevin Nagaro. It's their movie, their baby. It's also my baby. I worked on it for four years as well. So Yay, congratulations. Thank you. So it is finally coming out to movie theaters uh, March 8th. Check out SerialBuddies.com. Check out the trailer. Um, you know, it's on that website. It's also on our YouTube channel for AfterBuzz TV. Um, heck, if you haven't seen it yet, you're living under a rock, to be honest. I have to see it so I can get out from under a rock. You've I saw the it? trailer. Yeah, the trailer. trailer looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, the, I just the, can't the, wait to see the movie. The movie's not out yet. Trailer, I know the yes. movie's not out yet, but I'm just saying I can't wait to see the movie. Excellent. Um, so, and uh, for those of you wondering, it's about um, it's about as uncop as you get. It's two serial yes. killers. Yes, two serial killers that become friends and go on a killing spree. And it's a comedy of all things. Ironically, isn't that fun? <laughs> um, it's got it's got the, the likes of Artie Lang. From Beer League, Howard Stern, I mean, who doesn't love Artie? Uh, Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future. I Dr. Love, Emmett Brown from Back to the Future is in I this love damn movie. Christopher Lloyd. Yes, he's great. I he he plays such a fantastic character in, in the movie. I can't wait to see it. Um, it's got Beth Bears from Two Broke Girls, Kathy Lee Gifford, Christopher Lloyd, or uh, Christopher, Mc, uh, Christopher McDonald, who plays Shooter McGavin in, in uh, ha- Happy Madison. Mm-hmm. Or Happy Gilmore, because Happy Madison is the production company. I was getting those confused. Um, 
Jeez, Maria Menounos is in it. David Praval from The Sopranos. George Mirasan from My Giant. Henry Winkler from Arrested <laughs> Development. Marissa, am I missing any people? He's also from uh, no, not, the not, Fonz. Not, not, the Fonz, right? The yeah, Fonz. He's, Happy a, he's the Fonz. But, but who else am I missing actor-wise? Uh, Kathy Lee Gifford. Did you mention her? Yes. Kathy Lee Gifford, yes. Her daughter, Cassidy's in it. Um, geez, so many, so many people in this damn movie. So check it out. Um, Adventures of Serial Buddies, March 8th in theaters. Um, all right, let's get into news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. I do. All right. Well, well um, here's here's what Stuart and I started way back when. And uh, so I would like to continue this tradition. And um, it's especially relevant to L.A. and, and to mm-hmm. Southland because of the L.A. cop killer. Right. So, you know, for those of you who have been living under a rock, there there is, I'm not even going to say his name because I hate when they do that. Mm. I don't want to give this guy any credit, but um, unfortunately, uh, there, there's few fallen victims from the L.A. police force. It's because of this man. Um, and so tonight, uh, quick moment of silence for those fallen victims. Thank you. Um, and it is really difficult. I mean, the, these guys, you know, uh, it was always Stewart's idea to kind of start the segment. And uh, he, he does a far better job than, at it than I do. Um but, you know, cops give their lives for us, mm-hmm. ultimately. And uh, and so it's always, you know, um, one of the things that I learned by doing this segment is there's a lot of victims every week. Yeah. Just in the force. And it, and it saddens me every time, I, you know, I hear these names. So, um, you know, and, and you know, the thing that we forget and the, the show makes us remember is that they have families. Yeah. And, you know, it affects their families. So, um, we wish them luck. You know, it's not easy. No. So, on that sad note, let's get the <laughs> predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. This show is so hard to predict, so I'll let you predict. Um, I only actually have one prediction. I think that because of the whole internal affairs crooked cop, I think that maybe Stash... Mr. Mustache. Okay. Or Mendoza. Chad Michael Murray. I think that he might be a dirty cop. Okay. That's my Well, he, he goes to strip club, so <laughs> we know <Yeah>. he's dirty. <laughs> well, so does Ben well, and a, Sammy. No, Sammy left, though. He's I know, but he still went. Okay. He got pulled in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. I, w- I would agree with you. Um, we... Anyone could die at any moment. That's what they were kind of teasing. Yeah. Um, I think was the tagline. Um... So it should be exciting. It should be a good good episode too. I'm excited. Um, I never like to predict. A, a just shows in general are so hard to predict. Yeah. Then not on this show. I'm not even gonna try. Um, so thank you guys for listening this week, episode one. Um, thank you for joining me. Well, thank you for having me. Um, and uh, in the meantime, while we're off air, you can find us at AfterBuzz TV, and feel free to chat with us at. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at JustAnique. There you go. Um, and feel free to check out some of our other shows here at AfterBuzz TV. You also do Beauty and the Beast. I do, and the Carrie Diaries on Tuesday nights. Huge crossover, I know, for you fans. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> totally. I know you guys are going to jump right on that. <laughs> um, but anyway, we'll see you guys here next week. Thank you for listening.
From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.